cafe. Anyway. Hi. Mike's Daily Podcast. Welcome to the show that goes by the name that that young lady just said. My cousin's daughter in Germany. Mike's Daily Podcast. And episode 2522. We've got lots of people stopping by. Just like you, you're coming by to say hi. Are you going to see the Weird Al Yankovic movie about his life called Weird? Here's the thing. If you understand that everything he says is a joke. Mike's Daily Podcast. Is satire. And he realizes that. And that thusly, that is going to be in the movie. Mike's. I think you're going to be okay. Daily Other than that. Podcast. It might be a little bit too much to process. Yeah. For the, for the average human. For the average person. Is all I'm saying. Oh, hi. There I am. I dipped in. I'm back. I'm, I'm sort of like a boxer. Hey, last podcast we were discussing boxers. And my cat has a name of a boxer. And I once, I once owned a boxer named Basil the Boxer. And was his dog daddy. And I took care of him and walked him in all the places we went. And you will hear him bark in a little bit. And I did not talk at all about the podcast picture last podcast. It was a beautiful, fiery sunset in Fremont. A harbinger of what was to come. My fiery, <laughs> my fiery Wednesday, where people are abandoning ship. My staff is getting smaller by the day. I guess, I don't know. A lot of people are making decisions and, and deciding to do weird things And Elon Musk is firing people Just saying, hey, if you don't want to work long hours Take your three month severance and see you later Wow, three month severance I have to say, that is quite a bit to me I think one time I had to yell and scream to get a one week severance But that's... And here's today's podcast picture. That's the world of the Twitter workers who are all so young and and so insulated. And they have been insulated all this time because they were riding this wonderful tech wave with all this money pouring in and all these people using them even though they are not the big social media thing that they once were. Isn't it? Oh, my little cat, Rocky, has decided to join me. Now, the late great Basil the Boxer would not take too kindly to that. In fact, he might say something like this. Yes. But Rocky's with us, running around. Are you going to get on my... Oh, he's clawing the... He's clawing me. It fascinates me. You know, we were talking about it, my lovely lady friend and I, about how the differences between dogs and cats and cats... Can basically use their front paws Like hands A little bit Whereas a dog does not have that agility In his front paws He has to use his mouth As a hand Cats use their mouths As hands as, hands as well But dogs, dogs That's all they use Now they use their front paws to dig To shake To you know wipe their face a little bit To help them walk and all that But yeah It's fascinating isn't it Okay 
I bet you're wondering if you're living in the Bay Area and you're going, oh, all these people are getting fired from Twitter. Do I have a potential job? Could I get a cushy job at Twitter? Maybe. Or maybe you're also thinking gas prices were crazy this year or recently. Actually, they just came out with a study for September of this year from the Bureau of Labor Statistics. And in the month of September, gas prices averaged at $5.67 a gallon. That includes San Francisco, Oakland, Hayward, the East Bay. That's probably also Podcaster Valley, where we are broadcasting from at Cafe Anyway, somewhere in Podcaster Valley, the last place on earth. And I'm actually almost almost being daily. I get interrupted here and there. So far, I got interrupted by that dang Tuesday that was so busy. And that's it. So hopefully the, we keep being consistent. Unlike everybody else in my life who's being very inconsistent lately and very variableistic. And I don't like that. But the area gasoline prices were almost 25% higher than a year ago and 42% higher than the national average. The national average in September was hovering just around $4. Now that is way down. Uh, Let's see, 25% higher for prices paid by San Francisco area consumers for utility Piped gas Okay Which I guess is about 40% above the national average Oh thank you so much Newsom That's my one gripe Is I don't really know what he's done To help the state I just hear a lot out of his mouth But in the end I mean like what What are you doing Why are there still leaf blowers The evil devil's wind What are you doing Get rid of that Uh, Let's see Oh And overall San Francisco area consumer prices Were up by 1.1% Over the past two months And up uh, 6% From a year ago Also from the Bureau of Labor Statistics The latest two-month increase was influenced by higher prices for gasoline. Food prices rose about 1.5% over the past two months. And get this, over the past year, food prices have risen 10%. That's crazy. Nationally, prices rose about 7.7% over the past year. So, it ain't good for anybody, but... Trump's running for president Hey Fascinating As we go outside a cafe anyway We're bringing Mike's Daily Podcast Somewhere in Podcaster Valley The last place on earth Anyway I work For A couple of conservative talk stations And I Listen to Conservative talk show hosts Speak And I heard You know I'm here I knew I knew of course Trump was going to announce His presidency last night His candidacy is can being candid about being the Republican primary front runner the pick the candidate that will run for the presidency 
And I knew that was going to happen. And I heard all day, conservative talk show hosts all excited about it. Then there's this expression called the cold light of day. And that was very pertinent today in one of the oddest places. And that is conservative talk radio. Why on earth would I hear that on conservative talk radio? But I did by a very well-known national conservative talk show host. He said, I think getting into the race this early, two months before the election, or, or not two months, two years before the actual election, that's a lot of work and that's a lot of time. Can he do it? And this talk show host sounded sounded like, although he didn't come out and say it, but he really the way he sounded. I'm 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 a reader of people. I read humans. I'm fascinated by humans. I'm fascinated by what they do. I'm fascinated by everything. I love looking like oh whoa that that cloud. I bet that cloud's gonna dump rain on us. And hello and behold, it dumps rain on us. I'm fascinated by that stuff. Oh, I bet with all this stuff happening here and here, I bet the gas prices are going up. Lo and behold, the gas prices go up. So, he, this Republican talk show host guy was, I don't, I don't know. He shouldn't have, he shouldn't have jumped into it this early. That's a long ways to go. And the talk turned to, and I've heard this over and over again. Over the past couple of weeks now Even on conservative talk show hosts The talk is really focusing on Trump's negativity His way of putting down people Putting down whole groups of people And immediately The Trump fans will say Oh yeah but the economy was so good Remember how good the economy The stock market was great Every day the stock market's plummeting these days it was all Trump. Trump kept it all going. Never mind the whole COVID thing. Never mind. Uh, everybody's been predicting a inflation for all the. Oh, and don't forget the dang the war in Ukraine. So none of that matters apparently. And there wouldn't have ever been an, a a war in Ukraine if there was Trump. But this conservative talk show host also complained how long Trump talked in his speech, in his announcement speech. But I didn't even watch it. I'm sure it was good. I'm sure it was very Trump. In that, if you were a big Trump fan, you must have thought it was good. But this guy was a Trump fan, thought it was too long. It interests me. It fascinates me. Because, look, I am not someone. Here I am at almost 54 years old. I've lived long enough to know that throwing yourself behind somebody, a political candidate, is just the height of naivete. You know that they're in it just for the power. I don't care who it is. At some point when they get that high up, it's the power that keeps them going. So I don't trust them. I don't trust politicians. Now, does that mean I'm not going to vote? Heck no. People died for your right to vote, for freedom to vote. I'm going to vote my entire life no matter if if there are two candidates on the main parties that are awful i will vote for somebody who's on a independent candidate or a further down 
<laughs> the list, not the most well-known. I will give somebody else a chance, but at the same time, wow. Ah, I love it. I love it when people were honest. When people are honest and they're, hey, look what this guy is in for. What does he want? And I finally heard somebody say it on the radio today, and it was on a financial talk show. And the guy who loves to bash Biden, loves to bash Obama, but also takes his little hits at uh, Trump. He said, what, if everybody isn't thinking it, they should be. And they should have been saying it a long time ago. And that is, Trump's a sore loser. And anybody, anybody now in the age of where we can double verify, triple verify, quadruple verify, come up with some number of times verify that is impossible to think of at the moment. Verify that elections are real. And yet they just like to throw the word around fraud because they can't stand looking like a sore loser. So they are sore loser. But you know what? The fact is there's gotta be losers. If there were no losers, there'd be no winners. We'd all be winners. There'd be no such thing as a loser. What a wonderful world that would be. <laughs> but no, there can't be. There could only be one. So the, I don't know. It's just ridiculous. And I'm glad that some Republicans are really starting to see it now. Mm. We'll see where it goes. Everybody gets in line when it gets close to the primary season and the debates and you know, you got your two candidates and all of that. Am I a huge Biden fan? No. Can I tell you one good thing he's done? No. Okay, wait, wait. Maybe maybe that he took COVID a little more seriously. That he actually said, hey, people are dying of this. He recognized that. I appreciated that. What else? Well, that, I mean, supposedly he's done a lot to help the economy with the inflation, the fight of inflation thing. I don't know if it's actually doing anything. I haven't broken it down. So, whatever. If he hadn't have done anything, he would have really lost this uh, past week. So, if the Democrats are in charge of all the voting machines and they have control of it all, why do Republicans win? How come there were so many Republicans that won? How come now the Democrats don't run the House anymore? Or they're... That's what they're saying anyway. It's it's looking like that. I, I, I thought they did take it over. And then I heard, nah, it's still uh, whatever. I can't fact check myself at the moment because my computer's running really slow. But two sad stories um, about celebrities, if you're big fans. If you loved the movie 9 to 5. No, Dolly Parton's okay. Jane Fonda has cancer. She says, I'm not afraid of death after cancer diagnosis. I'm ready. Um, I'm not sure exactly what she has, but... And then also, I don't know what Bruce Willis has, but Sylvester Stallone says it's not good, and Bruce Willis is going through a really difficult time. Oh, he's got uh, aphasia. Well, I met Bruce Willis at the... 
Amy Winehouse concert. Was that the that was not at the Whiskey A Go Go? Was it at the Roxy? No, it was at the the other big place there on the Sunset Strip. Ah, I can't think of it at the moment, but it, it's famous. That place, and it's it's not that big. So she put on a show, had uh, the whole is it Mark Ronson's Dap Kings or something. Whatever her band was, was there. It was a huge band. They sounded amazing. Bruce Willis was there. I was at a little pre-party beforehand. Somebody dropped their keys on the floor in this room that was kind of dark with the mood lighting set. And this person could not see their keys. And Bruce Willis came along with his cell phone. And this is back when cell phones were pretty small. Because remember when Amy Winehouse first came out? I think we were still on flip phones. But he took his phone out and said, hey, when you open up the phone and the little screen turns on, it puts out light and you can use that as a flashlight. That's what Bruce Willis said. And he was wearing uh, a leather jacket. I remember that too. And I think he had a funky hat on. But I'm like, cool, I just saw Bruce Willis. And then there was a story later on that Perez Perez Hilton was there too. I had no idea who he was, but I was with somebody from the morning show of the radio station I worked at. And she said, that's Perez Hilton. I read his stuff every day when I use the gossip news on the radio. And I found out later, oh, yeah, he does all this gossip stuff. But he wrote something about how Amy Winehouse and Bruce Willis were hanging out after that particular concert. And Bruce and Amy, Bruce asked Amy if she would go with him to Vegas on his birthday was the next day, apparently. So there you go. All that fascinating news. And at some point, I will remember the name of that place. But it was also the same place my mom had seen the Rocky Horror Picture Show back before it became a movie. And it was being played at this one particular area on Sunset Strip for a while. And Tim Curry, a young Tim Curry, played Frankenfurter before he was put in the movie. Look who's here. Hello, Michael Marshall. It's Martha Wooldermega. And this is Shelly Shuhart and Mike Matthews. It's like getting really quiet outside, Mike Matthews. Yeah, because people people are like, they're, it's that time of day where they got to get quiet and introspective, that kind of thing. Okay, Mike Matthews, that's great. Madam Rudovega, do you like Shelly Shuhart? Yes. Do you like Tim Curry? Yes. Do you like the Rocky Horror Picture Show? No. Yeah. No, it's not everybody's cup of tea. Look who else is here. Oh, Mike, this is Floyd the Floor Man. And this is John Deere, the engineer. Mike, aren't you going to play something from way back in time? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we could do that. Why don't we do that at this particular time? It's a segment that we call Let's Go Back with Matthews. And let's see. I think we'll just jump right into a time that I was doing. I have a lot of this stuff from when I was in country music radio. Right so now, let me find. Teeth, I have to leave the house. Oh, it's uh, what's her face? Um, <laughs> Simpsons. In this life, for all I've been blessed with. Carter on one hundred point seven KHAY working on a new album. Uh, hello, Katie. The K. I get paste all over the place. I get it on Mars too. All right. Just a little bit. Oh. Oh yeah. Irritates me when he brushes his teeth. I have to leave the house. Okay. He just can't. It's um. Hi, Katie. 
Hi, Marsh. Hi. How do I know if I'm a redneck? The difference a redneck is if you mow your front yard, you find two cars, you're a redneck. Oh. It's Phil Vassar. Ah, that's back when redneck jokes were funny. Remember that? <laughs> ah, some good times. All right. Now it's time for the segment called the Mike Matthews New Tunes Feud. Going to play two songs for you. You tell me which one you like better. You can call me 336-MM-DAILY. 3 plus 3 equals 6. MM is the Mike Matthews Daily, as in what this podcast tries to be, but sometimes get, I get interrupted. This is a band called Teeth, and this has an interesting title. It's called Eyes, Horns, Mouth. <laughs> Oh, I have no idea. I don't even want to know what he just sang. That was scary. Okay, do you like teeth better? <laughs> There's some teeth. Yes, that was quite loud. Our cat here, Rocky, was going, wow, what was that? So here's another band. And I guess this is a label that, that sent me this that, that specializes in this kind of music. So this band is called Edamine. And this song is called Helicopter Takeoff at Night. Wow, it does sound like a helicopter at night. That title is exactly correct. It actually is a title. Because it is the, that is what it is. Okay. Well, which one do you like better? The teeth or... Edamine. 336-MM-DAILY. 3 plus 3 equals 6. MM is a Mike Matthews. Daily is and what this podcast tries to be. Call now. 336-MM-DAILY. The podcast picture, by the way, is going to be of something... We're going to go back in time for it. It's going to be fantastic. Maybe I'll discuss it further in the next podcast. But see that picture at mikesdailypodcast.com. And with more ways to reach me, it is A-Frame. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.